The following is a presentation of the Eastern Michigan Sports Network from Learfield. Straight from the 734, it's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Presented by Folding Warehouse, Ipsy, Ann Arbor. Your chance to get in on the action. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all. Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. Baked, mashed, fried, scalloped. Either way, Alex Jewell, give me some potatoes. Another year, another bowl game, Greg Steiner. The announcement was yesterday. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl is the location for Eastern Michigan this year. And how about the added bonus? A 1987 California Bowl rematch with San Jose State. It's going to be a fun one. I know the team's excited and a great opportunity for another postseason bowl game on national television. And Greg, a lot of people aren't familiar with Boise. A lot of the players and staff have never been out to Idaho. From everything we've heard, it's going to be a great experience. Everybody we've talked to who's uh, gone previous, the folks at Ohio rave about it. Central Michigan has talked about it for years, NIU. Uh, we expect a good time. We hope a lot of Eastern fans can paint the town green and white, cover up some of that blue that's out there in Boise. We know it came down to the wire. It, we didn't know, right, until uh, just a little bit before the announcement came out. There were rumors you're going one place, the next. Ultimately, it's Boise and a matchup now with a team that's very talented, throws the ball a lot, gets after it defensively, they sound a lot like us in some ways. They do, and uh, the Mountain West is usually a pretty good comparison conference to the Mid-American Conference, a lot of highly competitive football out there, and another game that Eastern Michigan is going to have to be on their best if they want to get this bull victory. But, Greg, I think uh, what you'll hear in today's episode from both the players and the coaches that we're going to talk to uh, is that there's a little bit different mindset going into this bowl game. It is all business. I think that in a good way, some of the allure of just going to bowl games is kind of off now. And what I mean by that is you and I have been uh, at every selection day in front of the team. When Eastern Michigan first went to the bowl game, when it was the Bahamas Bowl, it was just an unbelievable reaction. And people were super thrilled for a lot of reasons, as they should be every year. And it's not to say that the teams in the past haven't been focused on winning. I, that's absolutely not what I want to infer. But I do think it's fair to say that yesterday, there was excitement, not just because we're going to a bowl game. There was excitement by the team of, we know we're in a bowl game. Now we get to go to work for an extra couple of weeks and figure out how to bring home a trophy. Yeah, you mentioned they they didn't break out in celebration. It was also nice to not be on that border. Am I in or out? You knew for weeks you're going bowling. It was just a matter of where. Uh, the MAC does get Five other teams in. Toledo gets an interesting matchup with Liberty. Bowling Green gets to stay basically close to home here at the Quick Lane Bowl. They get a New Mexico team that sneaks in to bowl season. Uh, we get Buffalo against a team we unfortunately had our heart broken against at the Camellia Bowl right back there. And then you also see Ohio end up in Arizona against a Wyoming club. So a good bowl season in store for the Mid-American Conference. The MAC needs to win some bowl games, and I think you got some winnable matchups. Absolutely. There's some good matchups throughout the conference. If uh, Greg's rundown didn't do enough for you, you can go to getsomeaction.com to see all the details about the, the matchups throughout the league. You're right. Um, we've always talked about the competitive nature of the Mid-American Conference. Midweek Maction puts us on a national stage. But quite frankly, the last couple of years have not been good in terms of uh, bowl game results for the MAC. And Eastern Michigan wants to be a part of changing that. This is a team uh, in San Jose State that Eastern Michigan will face that you mentioned it, Greg. 
has really had a couple of years of resurgence. Don't let the record necessarily fool you. Seven wins, but they've been hard-fought wins. They've been really tight in some other games. One nice thing is, and you'll hear Coach allude to this a little bit uh, coming up on the rest of the show, there is a common opponent this year. Uh, we have not played San Jose State in the nine years that Coach Creighton's been here, so we haven't really matched up one-on-one to know all their tendencies. But they did play Western Michigan early on in the season, so a little bit of an added benefit. Eastern Michigan has already gotten to see a little bit of the film from San Jose State. And uh, San Jose State will have to do a new scout because they probably haven't seen Eastern Michigan play. They played Western so early in the season that Eastern and Western had not played yet, of course. So uh, a little bit of knowledge. One thing we do know, they're athletic. Uh, They've got size. They've got talented all-conference players, four first-team All-Mountain West players. That's a pretty big accomplishment. Eastern Michigan, though, has talent as well. Yeah, you look at it. Uh, it should be a good matchup. 3.30 Eastern Time, 1.30 Mountain Time in Boise. If you want to join, go to emueagles.com right now. We have all the links on how you can purchase tickets. You will purchase tickets through the famous Idaho Potato Bowl link, which is also part of Boise State's website. If you use the code word MAC, all, all ticket sales and revenue do go back to benefit EMU student-athletes, and that will also then aid on future bowl considerations. When they look at ticket sales, they certainly wonder if fans can make it. If you can't make it, still consider purchasing tickets to help EMU in that way, and we'll make sure the tickets do go to good use. And if you go to emueagles.com right now, if you're listening at home, there is a landing page that has all the pertinent information about the bowl game location, tickets, hotel information. That will continue to be updated as we continue to finalize plans and know everything there is to know about the trip to Boise. So stay tuned for more announcements on um, different packages, tickets, uh, and great itineraries for what's going to happen in Boise. We hope that you'll consider joining us a couple days before Christmas out there in Idaho. But if you can't, it's another opportunity for Eastern Michigan to be on the national stage. The game will be broadcast on ESPN, and uh, it should be really exciting. So a football-themed show today, as you would expect, Greg, because this group, of student-athletes and coaches has really fired up to try to win Eastern's first bowl game since 1987. Yeah, a good matchup against the San Jose State team. That uh, Yes, the similarities run very deep, so it'll be a fun matchup. I got to, to give you part of Coach Creighton's conversation last night as he met with the media. Danielle Brazil, also a part of that, as she's the executive director of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl and uh, will help put on this fantastic event. She joined us as well to get her thoughts, and I know you caught up with some student-athletes. I did, yeah. Samson Evans uh, had a big night last night at the annual football awards banquet. He took home the team MVP award, and the first thing he wanted to talk about is the fact that a couple hours before that, he had already been studying San Jose State as soon as he heard the announcement, and uh, really he wanted to make it all about the bowl and all about the team, so we'll hear from him. And then Brian Dooley uh, also was interviewed. He'll become one of 13 players That'll suit up in their fourth bowl game for the first time in EMU history. So a great opportunity to hear from the team captain on what this bowl game means. And you mentioned it, Greg, your interview, uh, really a a different style this week, but really informative. If you've ever wondered what kind of questions get asked in a uh, press conference or at a media availability, we were able to to cut and clean up a lot of the answers from Coach Creighton last night, and you provide some great context to each of those. So a really fun way and a different way to hear from Coach Creighton and uh, Danielle Brazil in our narrative style interview today. Yeah, usually I get to be the mouthpiece and just kind of ask the questions today. I instead just get to regurgitate things that other people have put out there. Coach was kind of cramped on time, had to catch a plane today uh, to go out on road recruiting because 
ultimately, signing day will still happen on the 21st at 7 a.m. Yes, it will. Eastern has to get some players and finish those that recruiting trail. So he had a plane to catch. So that's why it's a little different interview than normal with today. Yes, it is. So we've got a bowl-centric football show. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl is the destination, December 20th. Rest assured, this on this episode, next week, we'll do a lot of bowl prep over the next couple of weeks. We'll bring you exclusive interviews. We're going to try to have, of course, Tom Helmer on. He'll give you the perspective from Eastern Michigan. We're working to get some guests on from the other side to give you a little taste of what San Jose State will bring to the table. All of that to look forward to in the next couple of weeks as we lead up to the bowl game. No official rundown this week, but as always, if you want to check in on scores and events that have happened in the last week or see what's upcoming this week, go to emueagles.com slash calendar or click the sports-specific tab. Lots of events in the last week on both the men's and women's basketball side. More events coming up this week for a lot of different teams at EMU. So with that, let's get to the break. Let's get to the interviews. Coach Creighton on the other side of this, he spoke with the media last night. He had a guest join him, and then you'll hear from two student-athletes all about the Potato Bowl and Eastern Michigan's quest for its first championship since 1987. Whether you're in the D or out at sea, we always bring you the E on the only show that brings you all things Eastern all the time. The Eastern Insider Podcast. The Eagles are bowl bound and they are headed to Boise, Idaho for the 26th annual famous Idaho Potato Bowl on Tuesday, December 20th at Albertson Stadium. On the blue turf there in Boise, Eastern will take on the San Jose Spartans. It'll be a rematch of the 1987 California Bowl. That year, the then Eurons were a 17-point underdog, but Eastern Michigan prevailed with a 30-27 win in Fresno, California. But a lot has changed since 1987, and Coach Creighton will get the opportunity this time to see if he can repeat what Jim Harkimo was able to complete, complete the last time around. San Jose, a member of the Mountain West Conference, went 7-4, and 5-3 and three in league play. They're bowling for the first time since 2020, so it'll be a rebirth of them. It's also the first time SJSU has taken part in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. On Sunday, after the bowl dust had cleared, we were able to catch up with Danielle Brazil, the executive director of the famous old Idaho Potato Bowl as she opened the virtual press conference that Eastern held with her thoughts. Yeah, I just want to say we're really excited. Um, obviously fired up to have Eastern Michigan uh, in the 26th annual famous Idaho Potato Bowl meeting San Jose State. We feel very fortunate that we've got two incredible football teams um, coming to our game this year and enjoying our festivities in Boise. And uh, I know I'm really looking forward to the matchup on the field. I know it's from all accounts, I I really do believe this is going to be a great game and a great experience for the fans that are traveling in for the game and our our local fans here in Boise. So really, really excited to have Eastern Michigan here for the first time. After the statements from Brazil, Creighton was able to respond and kind of gave his first initial thoughts on San Jose State. Well, I know I don't know if I'm supposed to respond to that, but I'm going to tell you again. It was good meeting you a couple hours ago. We just finished our banquet, and um, we're really we really are we're really excited um, about being there for so many um, people. It's going to be the first time there, um, and so yeah. that's just that's super exciting. And um, you know, it's been a while since we played the Mountain West and, you know, San Jose State. I've been here for nine years and, and uh, you know, we've not um, ever run across them, you know, in, in nine years and know the job that uh, they've done, um, you know, playing for well, winning the championship and then playing uh, Ball State there and bowl game a couple of years ago. And, and so, you know, it's 
it's easy to know when a program is is uh, really healthy and and doing really well, and that's that's obvious. Brazil added that she's been receiving a lot of praise for helping bring EMU to Boise. And talking to everybody around the country, you know, the the other thing we're really excited about is having a, a two incredibly classy coaches, guys that do it the right way, and. I've been getting lots of text messages from my friends around the country saying, uh, congratulations on having Coach Creighton in your game. You're going to have a great time. And he's one of the good ones. So uh, hearing a lot from from folks around the country about the things that you've done, Coach, and and I have been keeping my eye on you guys all year long and obviously haven't had you in our game yet. So was hoping that we could could make this work and, and really excited it happened that way. From there, the media began asking questions. First, Creighton was asked, how long did it take for you to start researching San Jose State once you found out they were your opponent? We watched them play Western Michigan when we were getting prepared for Western Michigan. So obviously, you know, I was watching San Jose State's offense and our defensive staff was watching, um, you know, their defense. So we weren't watching the right side of the ball and getting prepped for for Western Michigan. But um, th- this is not coach speak. Uh, they're They're super talented. And I meant what I said, you know, in, in the last couple of years, I mean, the, the fact that they, in the, in the COVID year did what they did. And if you, if you guys don't know that story yet, you know, they were essentially off campus. Um, I think like the entire season, you know what I mean? It was like, it was unbelievable. Um, and then I didn't, you know, we didn't have any crossover games that year, but then we, I watched the, the bowl game with ball state, you know? So, um, and and then again, watching Western Michigan, but we have not, you know, we've had people starting to break things down, um, but we, you know, just finished up an official visit and then came right to the banquet. So I can't tell you that, you know, I I, I haven't watched yet to to get ready for this. Next up, Tony Paul from the Detroit News jumped in, first asking coach if his team is allergic to playing on green turf. Hence, this will be the third time that Eastern's played on a non-green turf. Of course, at the factory, they've been on the surf turf in Coastal Carolina. Now they'll get to be on the Boise Blue. Here was Creighton's response. Uh, not necessarily. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be uh, to be fun. It's going to be interesting going to another place that it's not green. That's for sure. Paul followed up by asking Creighton about the energy around the program Sunday night at the annual banquet and how different it is now when the team knows its season's not over. Yeah, like every every sentence, uh, you know, or every speech, you know, and it all had a, a semicolon. It was like, we're not done yet. So, we, you know, we have a lot to celebrate and we need to celebrate it now because guys are graduating and, you know, it's just it's uh, different once January gets here. So um, we do have an end of the regular season banquet and celebrate um, what these guys have accomplished and don't do that much during the year at all. And so. Um, really want to carve out a couple hours to do that. Um, but there's, there's great energy. I mean, guys are really excited. They really are. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're playing good football. We, we, uh, when we beat central Michigan, you know, we won the Michigan Mac trophy. Um, and really is the first time that our guys have hoisted a trophy. Um, and, and so it was just, you know, the post game out on the field and with the band and then in the locker room was, you know, a ton of fun and, you know, our, we want to do it again. The next question Creighton received was about what he wants his team to get out of the trip to Boise, aside from, of course, winning the football game. Yeah, I would I would say first, it's not even the destination, but that's part of it. But the first part of it is the fact that we get to stay together like this was not the last meeting. The banquet was, you know, this group would never be together ever again. I mean, we get 
another couple of weeks uh, together to practice, to travel together, just to be together. So there's there's more, you know, memories to be made. And, I, and I'm dead serious about that. You know, I mean, that is something that I want to get out of it. Just this group being together and, and making more memories. And then um, I, I haven't asked yet. We haven't had a meeting, but uh, I think very few people have probably been to the great state of Idaho and, and maybe even fewer, you know, to Boise. And, you know, part of making playing football at, at Eastern Michigan, uh, one of the most incredible experiences of our guys' lives, you know, when I break that down, one of those things is new experiences. And so getting to travel to places you've never been, um, you know, to play people you've never played, all of that, you know, falls underneath that. So um, can't wait. From there, Creighton was asked if he talked to his team yet about the fact that Eastern's only bowl win in 1987 came against San Jose State, a team they'll face this year. That will be mentioned, but, you know, honestly, we have not been together other than the banquet. And um, so that that has not been a part of it. Um, the part that we did mention is that within minutes of being named in this bowl is that we're underdogs. So story of our lives. And uh, so the guys are well aware of that. Talking football, Creighton then spoke about the importance of bringing home a trophy in this bowl game. It's a really big deal. Our theme for the year is to, to stack them. And, you know, obviously one of those things is to stack victories. We've got five consecutive road wins that we've stacked and we have three consecutive wins that we've stacked. And so even just the, the theme sort of coming to fruition and finishing the season by stacking victories, it just, uh, it's a, it's a really big deal. And We've been, we'll have been to five bowl games in six and a half years. Um, but we, uh, and we've had, like you said, some really close games, but haven't won one. And uh, I want those guys to, you know, to experience that. We'll give it all we got. Finally, Creighton closed out the media session by answering a question about the team and staff's preparation over the next two weeks, getting ready for the game. Um, yeah. After the World Wide web crashes tomorrow because of, uh, all the people in the country going into the transfer portal. Um, we're going to have to figure out how to operate without the internet because that's going to crash. Um, <clears throat> but we got to recruit um, and we've got to prepare. And then we've got to, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't have to, we get to travel, you know, for the game. So yeah, it's, it's going to be super busy, um, but, uh, but we're ready for it. Tickets are on sale right now at emueagles.com or through the Ticketmaster site run by the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Please make sure you use the promo code MAC as that helps signify your tickets are in the EMU fan section. It also ensures that those bowl ticket sales directly benefit EMU student-athletes. And of course, all ticket sales help aid in future bowl considerations. A few other notes. Eastern is one of six bowl-eligible teams from the Mid-American Conference, and Eastern becomes the 11th different team to play in Boise. However, this won't be the final time these two teams will meet on the gridiron, as San Jose State and Eastern Michigan will meet again in Ypsilanti in 2026, where the Eagles will travel to San Jose in 2029. The rest of the MAC Bowl lineup looks like this. Miami is in the Bahamas Bowl. That they know. They're taking on UAB. That game takes place on December 16th. Toledo and Liberty will battle in the Boca Raton Bowl. That's December 20th. Bowling Green and New Mexico State battle at Ford Field in Detroit for the annual Quick Lane Bowl on the day after Christmas. Buffalo will get Georgia Southern at the Camellia Bowl. We all remember the last time Georgia Southern was in the Camellia Bowl. 
that'll happen on December 27th. And rounding out the bowl lineup, Ohio and Wyoming will tangle at the Barstool's Arizona Bowl on December 30th to wrap up the bowl schedule. For more information about the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, go on to emueagles.com slash bowlbound. There's only one place in the state of Michigan that takes you straight inside the locker room. And that's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Your chance to get in on the action, bringing you more coverage than any other program in the mitten. Back here at the end of the Eastern Michigan Annual Football Banquet, a night full of awards for great players, and included in that is Samson Evans. Samson, your name was called a lot tonight, but none uh, more impressive than at the end of the night when your fellow teammates, your team captains, announced you as the team MVP this season. You've got some pretty stiff competition. Jose Ramirez, for example, we know he led the country in sacks. What does it mean to hear your name called as the most valuable player on this uh, Eastern Michigan football team? Uh, It's a great feeling, but it's one of those awards where you feel that there's so many people deserving of it where it's like I don't know if I deserve it because I felt like there were so many people to, that played had a very good season that made all this happen so just to put it on one person uh, it doesn't give everybody else enough credit so I would just say that it felt amazing but at the same time like there were so many so many people on both sides of the ball like starting with the O-line I couldn't do what I did without the O-line couldn't even do it without the defense too putting us in great situations so it's a great feeling but also you know everyone was deserving for that one today's a special day because it's not only the awards banquet but selection Sunday you find out that your team gets one more game. You knew it was coming. You find out the game and who it's against. Before we talk about the game that's going to come up, have you had any time to, to reminisce on the regular season that you've had? 13 touchdowns again, uh, one of the best in the Mid-American Conference in the country, and now the all-time rushing touchdowns leader at Eastern Michigan. What does that mean to you when you think about that stat? Yeah, it's a definitely an awesome stat. And to see where I came and where I started from, that, that's awesome. But at the same time, like I'm so like just focused on winning that like I still haven't had like an opportunity to really look back. I'm still so focused on trying to get this last win because at the end of the day like my biggest goal when I got here at Eastern and even this year was to win a championship get a ring or something like that so that's still the goal and we'll go to fight for that after this. You guys were able to bring home the Michigan MAC trophy for the first time since 2012 a co-MAC West Division championship there's sometimes a narrative that the bowl game doesn't necessarily matter in terms of wins and losses it seemed like a different sentiment tonight with your team how much does preparing and beating San Jose State in the potato bowl mean to this team? Uh, it means everything to this team. Everything that we've worked for, everything that we've done in the offseason, this whole season, it all leads up to this. Some teams, it might not mean a lot to them, but this bowl game is pretty much like our championship. We're going to get everything we got. Everybody on this team wants to win this game. With like, It's just like the idea of winning a championship for this program is something really special for all of us, and we just can't wait to go out there, compete, pair this whole uh, winter, and get ready for that game. Eastern Michigan has had uh, a lot of success in the last five or six years. This will be the fifth bowl game since 2016. The theme this year was stacking at the end of the year, finally putting that together, three straight wins to close out the season, eight regular season wins for the first time since 1987. What makes this year's unit maybe a little bit different than some of the other teams you've been a part of and some of the teams from Eastern Michigan in the past? I think it's kind of the idea, like you say, stack, just kind of build each week. Uh, Last year, we would win a game, lose a game. But this year, like we really try to make it an emphasis every single week to go into the game like we can win this game, like we can stack this. So I think that was probably one of the biggest things that we had for this team. I know 
notes early on. Have you had a chance to uh, pull out your phone and look at San Jose State yet? Know what they're about? I mean, what's your what's your first indication on San Jose State and uh, what it's going to take to beat them? I was uh, refreshing my Twitter feed the entire day. Right when I figured out it was San Jose State, I pulled up like the entire roster. I pulled up Western Michigan film on them because they played Western Michigan earlier on in the season. So I, I was watching that all day. So uh, I don't want to say anything about them, but yeah, I was right on top of it. Right when I found out who we were playing, I figured out the whole roster and then I figured out what they run and all that. Well, one thing you probably do like about them is that they beat Western Michigan. It's always a good thing when you beat yeah, Western yeah, Michigan. Yeah, no, right? no doubt about that. So that was one commonality we had with each other. Samson, congrats on all the accolades tonight. Congrats on reaching another bowl game. Let's go get this one this year. Nine wins. Yes, sir. I can't wait. There he is, Samson Evans. We'll take a quick time out and be right back on the Eastern Insider Podcast. There's only one podcast in Washtenaw County that takes you inside the athletic department every single week. The Eastern Insider Podcast. Your home for all things Eastern all the time. Standing alongside football team captain Brian Dooley, he and his teammates learned that they're going to play San Jose State University in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, another bowl game. But this one, you want it to be different. You want to win in this. Yeah, we do. We've been uh, I've been fortunate enough to be at a few different bowl games, and uh, you know they haven't been the outcome that we wanted. But you know I give it to my team, and we play our hearts out every single game, every bowl game we went to. So this one's a little different. You know, like I said, I was like a captain. You know, I want to lead my guys with victory, so it's it's special for me. What was the process like? today uh, waiting to find out who you guys are going to play. I know it's different every year. Some years it's been the last second today, a little bit earlier, but uh, how exhilarating was it to finally learn who you were going to play and what's the initial reaction? No, it was it was awesome. We, you know, like you said, I've, I've been waiting all day for it. We, uh, both selections started at 2 o'clock, I think it was. So, you know, you know, we, it was uh, took a second to call our names, um, but, you know, it was really nice to finally get us, you know, to get called. And, you know, right when they, uh, right when they called it, you know, it said San Jose State, you know, I got excited. You know, I knew we were going to play a Mountain West team and, uh, you know, I've already done some of my research on it. You know, they have, you know, the Mountain West Defense Player of the Year. You know, I saw he's got some really good stats. So, you know, it's, it'll be really good to go up against that competition. There's been so many great boxes that you've checked in your career. One of the criticisms, if there is criticism, is you got to get done in a bowl game. Mm-hmm. I know fans will say that. Some people that are, are critics will say that. Nobody wants to win it more than the guys in that locker room. Isn't that right? Yeah, very true. Very true there. Yeah, we, we want it really bad. You know, we've been working on it. New strength staff. We have a couple of coaches and, you know, everyone everyone plays a major role in how we're, how we're going to do it. So, yeah, we, we want it really bad. Uh, I know you're somebody that uh, appreciates not only the team you have, but the program you're in, the university you're at. Look, think about the fact that it's been since 1987, since this program has won a bowl game. How much extra does that add? And how much do you feel like you want to win it for your teammates, but also win it for every other team that's come through here? Yeah, you know, like you said, we haven't you know, I haven't won in a lot, a lot of years. So, like, this this team, we, we want to, you know, put our names in the history. People are going to look back at this team. A lot of great people on this team and you know we still look back to the teams that came you know who went to the Bahamas Bowl back in 2016 and all that you know it's it's just this team we, we just want to be remembered you know they, you know put respect on us. You mentioned uh, some of the talent that San Jose State has your team pretty talented too one of the best running backs statistically in the country one of the best defensive linemen in the country of course your offensive line should get some credit for Samson Evans and what, what he's been able to do finding the end zone this year there's going to be a lot of people maybe listening to this from San Jose country from uh, that are fans of the other team what should they know about an Eastern Michigan team, about a team that comes out of the MAC? Everyone says that a lot of talent comes out of California. We have a bunch of guys from California, so that's really good for us. But uh, we play in cold ball. We'll play anywhere, anytime. And, uh, you know, I, I just hope that, that, they're, that they're sunshine bodies, however you want to take it, that they are, they're prepared to get hit hard and hopefully uh, hopefully they like the turf. Last one, you're playing in the Potato Bowl, one of the most unique ones in the in the country, obviously. What's your, what's your favorite way? 
sweet potatoes? Is it French fries? Is it mashed potatoes? What, what do we got? Uh, I would definitely say French fries. You can't go wrong with a you know a good little plate of French fries. So. This has been another edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast, powered by Learfield. Tune in every Monday for new episodes all year long. And don't forget to visit emueagles.com slash podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts for all of our episodes on demand.